There's so much content, so much information, so many places for you to gather ideas and concepts from. But what happens is it's really easy to get caught up in gathering the information and then doing nothing with it. So how do you get the right information? And then once you have it, how do you implement? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. And today's topic is all about implementation. Implementation is one of those things where I see people struggle with a lot. And it doesn't matter the industry that I work in. It doesn't matter where I go and what I see. It seems that there is a problem where people will take content and then do nothing with it. And we're in a day and age of tons of content. Tons of places to find something that you're looking for. And what it comes down to is some of the content is really good and some of it's not so good. So your job is to find really good leaders, people who are really good at what, what they do, and be judicious about the information that you take in. Now, there is a danger with this. The danger is, is to be super critical and say nothing is ever going to work because what will happen is if you could say something doesn't work, you don't have to do anything and you don't have to be judged and you don't have to make mistakes and you don't have to rock the cart. You don't have to worry about the status quo. Everything's going to be the same of where it's at. I will ride with salespeople and I'll say, hey, look, real deal. Why are you not implementing what needs to be done? And they'll, they'll find excuses and they'll give me excuses. But what it really comes down to is that if they do something and it doesn't work out, then it's one more area that they're just going to feel like they have to struggle. It's one more thing that they're like, okay, one more thing's being piled on me. Where I see issues is most people consume and do nothing. They think that consumption's a hard work. They're like, I listened to the audio. I watched the video. I read the book. And I'm like, okay, well, where's your output? Where's the things that you had to do? What's the things that you were, you were going to do? Well, I, I did the hard work. I, I took action. I, I made the purchase, I listened, I watched, uh, I did like, okay, but where is the output? Yeah, I didn't do it. Why not? Well, because, and then like all the excuses start flying. And I think part of this comes down to that there's an internal drive to look for perfect data, to look for the perfect moment, to have the perfect launch. And that's unrealistic. There's so many times where I've put stuff together and it's failed. There's so many times where big corporations have put stuff together and it's failed. There's plenty of times where scientists have put stuff together and it's failed. But the the learning process happens from doing, failing, partially failing, learning, and then taking action and getting up and, and starting all over again. Uh, I see a lot of people give up when things get tough. I see a lot of people give up when the moment that they get uncomfortable, they're like, ah, too uncomfortable. I'm okay with making, let's say, 80 grand a year. If you push me and you hurt my feelings, and I could have made $150,000, but uh, you, know, you hurt my feelings. I'm not going to do it. Most of the time, learning is going to come from action. It's going to learn. It's going to come from 
the things that you've seen, the things that you've done, the mistakes that you've made, the combinations of ideas of saying this didn't work and this did work. It's going to come from coaching. It's going to come from mentoring. And this is a long-term event. But most people shut down and they say it's just easier to not do anything. I see a problem where people have training buffet. Training buffet. They look around, they're like, I'm just going to grab a whole bunch of information from all these places. And what ends up happening is it leads to confusion. It leads to a full mind with no action. I love sushi buffets. But what happens when I leave, my stomach kind of hurts like because I ate too much. Well, the same thing happens is when you're like, I just, I've gathered all this information. I haven't done anything with it. You get slow. It just bogs you down. It doesn't really help you. And people and companies will pay for coaches and trainers and this is what they do. They're like, all right, well, the last guy didn't work. If they, they bring me in, I'm, I, I ask all the tough questions. I'll say, wait, okay, you had trainer X come in. What happened? Well, they trained our people. Okay, well, what was your implementation plan? Um, what? Well, what, what was the way that you were going to implement? Well, we don't know. We didn't think of that. Like the, the coach or the mentor, trainer X, didn't talk to you about that? No, they just came in and trained. Okay, well, how's your accountability plan? Well, we don't have one of those. What is this accountability plan that you're, you're talking about? And real, the real problem is companies will treat training like it's entertainment. So they'll bring in trainer after trainer, coach after coach, mentor after mentor, program after program, but they don't put anything to it. And because what happens is they'll see a slight rise for a short amount of time for a couple of salespeople. And they're like, all right, well, this stuff works. Yeah, I mean, if I go on a diet for a week, I'm going to show some results. But if I stop the diet, I'm going to have problems. And this is the same thing with coaching and training and implementation. It takes consistent action. It takes consistent work. It takes consistent methods. So this just isn't a face-to-face problem, a building-to-building problem. This is like when I talk to entrepreneurs, when I talk to salespeople, they struggle with this. T- they struggle with this too. You know, because there's tons of podcasts, there's tons of articles, there's tons of videos, there's free webinars, there's all sorts of strategy sessions, there's live events that are hosted through video, online, through Facebook, through Instagram, through YouTube, and it's like, it, it just doesn't end. You can have articles, you can have videos, you can have audios, you can have podcasts, you can have master classes, free learning sessions. And so what it comes down to is, it comes down to a focus problem. And there are so many different things that can pull you so many different ways. There's so many different things that can grab your attention so that you, you sit there and you're like, I just, I don't know what to do. So I, I have some ideas for you to help with this. Let's say that you want to get better at what you do. Find the five things. And it's going to take, it's going to take some effort on your part. So you're going to find the five things that are going to give you the biggest lift, the biggest bump in your success. And Outside of those five things, you have to say like, look, I want to learn those things, but not right now. Not right now. Here's the five things. I'm going to put them over. I'm going to get really good at this one thing. So it may be that you want to get really good at asking questions. Okay. So I'm going to start and I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to get really good at asking questions. I'm going to find all the sources that I can for asking questions. And then I'm going to, I'm going to say, I got to implement. I got to put some of this stuff together. And then when I'm done, I'm like, okay, I've mastered asking questions. What's next? Oh, Now I need to learn how to tell good stories. Okay, so I'm going to learn how to tell good stories, and I'm going to also implement questions into telling stories. And I'm going to say, okay, now that I've gotten questions and stories down, what do I want to do? Okay, well, the next thing is going to be uh, humor. So maybe I take some improv classes. Maybe I get some books on humor. Maybe I watch some stand-up comedians. So now I combine questions, stories, and humor. 
And then it just goes from there. Maybe I want to learn how to do some video editing so that I can put some content together for my buyers. And so now I could do questions, stories, humors, and video editing. For most people, what they do is they try to do too much at one time and they become so overwhelmed, they never do anything. There's also a few other problems that are created. There's the librarian problem. And the librarian problem is where you decide that like, you know what, I want to be a collector. I just want to gather information. I want to have the information on, on hand, but I'm just going to gather it. And it's going to sit on the bookshelf and I'm going to do nothing with it. So it's like building a library with no action. So you say, Scott, what can I do? I get it. I need to implement. I've seen the master sessions. I've seen the videos. I've listened to the podcast. I've read the books. I've had the live coaching. I've had the live training. Well, first and foremost, there is no perfect moment. There's no like, I'm just going to dip my toes in. It's like, you just have to go. You have to make mistakes. You have to you have to put in the work. You have to put in the effort. I'm going to give you three different ways. You pick one of these and find which one works for you. So the first one is take the class, follow the instructions. And even if it's basic and you're like, I already know how to do it, follow the instructions. It'll give you some momentum. It'll give you a basis of saying, look, I put in the work, I'll put in the effort. And then when you go back and if you're keeping a journal, you can say, I, I did everything that I was supposed to do. Where am I screwing up? So if you go to the coach, you go to the mentor and say, look, I've got all the work done. Somehow I'm missing some information. Can you show me where I didn't implement the right way? That's one way of doing it. The second way is just jump in, do what needs to be done, deal with the repercussions as they go, fix it on the fly, make some changes. The third one is the planning method. Now, this one's dangerous because it's easy to get caught up in like, I'm going to plan, I'm going to find a plan, I'm going to have the perfect plan, and when I have the perfect plan, I'm going to plan for the perfect moment, and then when I have the perfect moment, I'm going to plan for the perfect example of the perfect launch, and the thing is, is very few people can pull that off. So if you're going to use the plan method, is create an outline, five to seven chunks, get going. And I will see sometimes where people, even with these methods, they need coaching and they need accountability. So sometimes you need a coach or a mentor to check in with. And sometimes you got to pay this person to make it happen. You may work for a company that doesn't pay for this. So you may have to pay on your own. I use a number. I use a stat. And the stat is 10 to 20% of your annual income. So sometimes people say, I want to giant join. I want to join a coaching program and it's expensive. I made $150,000 last year and they want me to pay five grand to be in this coaching program. And I'll say, Hey, look, you know, five grand is not even 10% of your income. It's not, it's like 3% of your income, five grand and 150,000. I mean, like you're, you, you, that, I mean, depending upon your goals and what you're going to do, three grand shouldn't or five grand shouldn't be a problem. It could be, you have a contest with a friend or a coworker for implementing and getting stuff done and, and know that, you know, having a study buddy is one of the coolest things that you can do. And the reason for that is you can talk and banter back and forth. You could talk your trash, but you could also say, Hey, I'm stuck. I'm struggling. And this is where sometimes you'll get a Facebook group or a Slack group or some sort of a group where people are like, Hey, I'm engaged. I'm involved. And if a good coach or mentor decides to do the right thing, they're going to put guardians at the gate, sort of speak, where that person could ask questions and say, like, there's no reason to be stuck. We can help you out. You know, to take away every excuse. One of the best things that you can do is you can keep a journal and not just for proof that you've done the work, but for a way for you to memorialize what you've done. You always have something to go back to and take a look at and say, oh, this is, this is something that I lived through. 
You know, I take a lot of courses, I take a lot of classes, and one of the things that I'll do is I'll go buy an eleven or uh, I'll go buy a ten or eleven dollar hardbound journal, and I'll put it up on the shelf so I know, like, oh, this is a class that I took, and it's specifically designated for one class. If you take notes on a on a notepad, they can get crumpled up, they can get ruined, but a hardbound journal, different story. I mean, you could put it up on shelf, you can store it on shelf, and everything's good to go. You could take voice notes. And walk through everything you've learned. You could take those voice notes and put it through a transcription service like otter.ai or rev.com or one of the other million companies that do it. And you can have everything typed out for you. You could build checklists from the content, from the ideas. You could build roadmaps. You could build displays. I mean, you could take it so many different ways. The the use of a study buddy is one of those things that allows you to have the conversation and say, hey, I'm stuck. Where are you at? What's going on? What could you do? It could be an accountability study buddy where you put skin in the game and you say, I'm going to implement this much by this date. And if I don't implement, then you get to keep the money. That's one really effective way to do it. But no matter what you do, know that you're going to make mistakes. Know that there's going to be struggles. Know that there's always going to be more information out there. And it's very easy to get caught up in like, I want more information and then not do anything with it. Uh, That's a big struggle that every industry falls into. And you're going to find that you're going to modify over time. Your knowledge becomes different. You see different examples and you say, I tried this and it didn't work. And I tried that and it didn't work. And somebody could come in and say, well, now that you've implemented, maybe you miss these one or two things. And it could be that the coach that you have can only take you so far. It could be that the information that you're gathering, you limit out on, and then you've you got to find the next person to learn from. And I will give you this one last thing. The best thing for you to do is to finish one course before you start another. Or if you're really good, what you can do is you could use the college method where you take a couple of different courses at the same time. I'll say that most people, once they get out of school, they struggle with the college method. You know, like on Monday night, you take a a question class. On Tuesday night, you take a story class. On Wednesday night, you take a humor class or a stand-up comedy class. Most people can't put that type of information together. And it's better to just take one course instead of bouncing around. But if you've got the skills and you got the talents and and the ability to keep your mind straight on the information you're going to gather, I can't tell you which one's like better than the other. At this time, at my age... I would just have to stick to one course because it would just be too difficult to try to figure out where I'm at and what's going on and how, how, how everything is. But that's just me. That's just me. Your ability to gather information, do something with it and implement it is your ability to beat everybody in your marketplace. Most people will never take the time, the effort, the energy to learn something new because they might fail. That's where you can succeed and beat everybody easily. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.